Today, we talk central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. Are they evil? The final step into the brave new world Orwellian great reset dystopia that we seem to be heading inevitably, inextricably towards? Or are they the on-ramp, or as we British call it, the slip road to the Bitcoin motorway? And the answer is both. The big issue with CBDCs is that the money is programmable. That means that the issuer can build certain rules into it. If I have a £10 note in my hand, I'm free to do pretty much what I like with it. I can put the money towards buying a house, I can give it to a beggar, I can buy booze and fags with it, or I can go to some shady part of town and buy weed. What's more, if I want to keep what I spend that money unto myself, if I want privacy in other words, I can have it. Cash grants its user with freedom. It grants its user with power. Freedom is a power. When you start using banks, you lose a certain amount of that freedom. In exchange for that loss of freedom, you get convenience. You can now safely store, receive and send over distance large amounts of money. On the other hand, the bank sets the terms of the relationship and it knows exactly how much money you've spent and received and exactly what it was spent on and who it was received from. You lose your privacy, in other words. Any large sums, the bank will usually question. It can limit how much you send in a day and in some cases prevent you sending and receiving money altogether to and from Bitcoin exchanges, for example. Programmable money, CBDCs, means that you, the user, have even less control over your money. Pretty much anything can be coded into a CBDC. China is looking at expiry dates in its CBDCs, for example. You have to spend the money by a certain time or it expires. Perhaps there's a national crisis which requires, according to the central planners, a boost of consumer spending. So an expiry gets implemented. Harsh on those who would rather save, but this is a national crisis. Money velocity can be manipulated by changing expiry dates. It could be arranged that the money won't work in certain retailers or on certain products or in certain jurisdictions. Every transaction ever made will be visible to and traceable by the all-seeing government and should Big Brother choose to watch, he will see all. It's likely that in some jurisdictions other bodies will have direct access to your wallet for the removal of taxes, for example. Imagine the headache you'll have retrieving money that's yours when the wrong amount was removed without your permission. Different rates of interest can be granted to different users. Perhaps you're wealthy and in the same way that you're in the higher tax threshold, you might get put in the negative interest rate threshold. Or, even worse, monetary policy can actually be linked to your social rating as well as your credit rating. If a user has a high social credit score, if they do and say the right things in other words, they might qualify for a more generous interest rate or they might receive higher levels of UBI. And in the same way that the US freezes enemies, Iran or North Korea for example, out of the international financial system through a process known as dollar weaponization, so will the same possibility exist for enemies of the state at home. I'm not saying this will happen, but I'm saying that programmable money opens up the possibility. A government can pre-program the types of loans banks can give out. Perhaps it will be coded that loans can only be made on a certain type of eco-house or something, or on a certain type of business. As you can see, 
All sorts of scope is opened up for Orwellian levels of economic intervention in the economy. Money, like taxes are today, will be used to control and shape behaviour. And in exchange for getting its CBDC over the line, a government might promise that this or that intervention will never happen. But promises get broken, different governments get elected, and at times of crisis, such as a global pandemic, all of the rules go out of the window. You can't, however, uninvent a technology. Once it's there, it gets used. CBDCs are inevitable. Nine in ten central banks are already working on CBDCs. They're coming. It's a question of when, not if. Benevolent governments with respect for freedom will take a more laissez-faire approach. The authoritarians will use CBDCs as a means to implement their designs. And there will be unintended consequences galore, loopholes galore. There always are. Who knows what the counterfeiters will make of it all. Bitcoin fixes many things and perhaps it fixes this great reset as well because crypto provides alternatives. Those alternatives mean competition and that competition should keep CBDCs that suffer from overreach and mission creep in check. What's more, once ordinary consumers start getting the hang of central bank digital wallets, the use of wallets and peer-to-peer -peer money will be normalised. And right there is your slip road, your on-ramp into Bitcoin. Thank you very much for watching. Please subscribe to my channel and I'll be back with another video very soon. Until then, cheerio.